Okay, it looks like we're live. Uh, if you're tuning in right at the start, like a lot of people don't, uh, you probably missed this bit, but this is episode 18 of the DIY Musician Guide podcast. Uh, normally a fortnightly scheduled podcast, but uh, we're catching up because last week we were late with last week's podcast, weren't we? So um, this week is... It was supposed to go ahead. It's going ahead today, and we we kind of want to do it anyway because of the whole pandemic thing going on. So that's going to be a reoccurring subject. Uh, but this is basically a music based t- uh, podcast uh, focusing on DIY musicians. I don't know how long today will last because I am. Do you know what? <laughs> I'm not feeling well. Um, I've got a headache. I've, it's not the virus. I haven't got a cough or a fever. I've just got a banging headache and like if you see my eyes they're all red it's, it's horrible I, I haven't been able to get any paracetamol for the last few days so it's like what do we did do did you not go panic buying like everyone else no and now no, you should have <laughs> it's that's that's the mentality isn't it it's like like that's what's made everybody panic buy because they're thinking oh what if i don't have that what happened and now i'm like that because i was like well, I'm not going to go and panic buy, and but now I've, I've I'm, I'm without, <laughs> and someone's hoarded all the paracetamol somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's someone out there with a, a skip full. Yeah, let's, let's find them. Get your pitchforks. You let's do, get them. Do with that much stuff. I just, it. I mean, you know, I don't want to speak for everyone's story. Maybe they've got big families, or maybe they're helping larger groups of people, but. I was at a, a supermarket yesterday just to get milk and bread, and the the home embargo next door had a queue of trolleys, a queue of trolleys going in. They should ban trolleys at this point. Just yeah, you're baskets. right. Because it's uh, it's it's not fair. It isn't. I'm not just like I'm, I'm gonna feel sorry for me because I've got a banging headache. So I was like, I really want to lie down, but it's like it's not fair. Yeah, <laughs> it's really not fair. Thought it'd be one of those celebrities that you've seen online lately, which we'll get on to. Um, but how have you been? Because it's a, it's I suppose it's school's out day today, isn't it? The last day. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be good. I mean, to be honest, like uh, we've been through a, a kind of period of stress, which you know yeah. I've been stressing out because it is a big thing um, to have to take on. And also to have to entertain two six-year-olds is a challenging thing. But over the past day after talking to you yesterday, I've kind of come to the realisation of if I can do anything, that's good enough. Yeah. You know, they're not ever going to respect me in the same way as they would do a teacher. They're not going to, you know, they'll learn stuff. Maybe they're not going to learn curriculum things but they'll definitely be leaving this period with new um information and what have you so yeah they're going to be really really um know everything there is to know about uh radiohead in radiohead. <laughs> <laughs> i would love that if you just had the radiohead hour <clears throat> And you go, well, I'm just, today we're going to start with Pablo Honey. <laughs> it's quite underrated, actually. <laughs> Check out some of the tracks. Is it? Rip, rip Chord is such, it's such a good track. 
<laughs> that's a great idea to teach them music. But how are you on like? Because um, I know you're gonna, uh, you've got a plan to teach them and things like that. And there's some of those things in place. Like, uh, came across a link. Like, like Lindsay actually got, came across that link, sent me a mental just to my like, find this interesting about um, school packages. How about you? How about like screen time? Are you gonna be worried about them like spending too much time on iPads and things like that, or you're not as bothered now because what else are they gonna do? You know? They're not going to have iPads during the day. I'm just not going to make them available until, you know, uh, school finishes. Then yeah. they can do whatever they want. They can still, you know, go off and what have you. But during the days, they can get bored and they can go find something to do. Ah, that's a good idea. Yeah, just I like that. Don't make them available. I've got a question. I've got a comment here from Barry um, Euphoric. Uh, our kids will still be doing educational work as the school has set up some online thing. Is, has your school been doing that as well? Yeah, they have done, yeah. I mean, we're gonna, Thanks, Barry. We are going to um, do some educational things. Um, Joe Wicks. Yeah. How good is that? I think is a really cool thing. And yeah. if more people do that, yeah, brilliant, then I will have them uh, tuning in and, and watching that. So if there's things like I, I I think it's an opportunity for uh, extra curriculum stuff that they don't yeah. really have in schools at the moment. Um, so, you know, we can always focus on reading, writing, and arithmetic, adding up, and what have you, maths. But we can introduce things like, um, uh, what do they call it? Um, music, yeah, art, creativity, like yeah, you know. So, George, she can play piano, so she can teach them how to do that. Um, I can play guitar or whatever. I mean, I think guitars might be a little bit too big. So, <laughs> Ukulele, so yeah, they can play this little, little tiny guitar. <laughs> That's nice. Get some songs for them to play, maybe some uh, some Radiohead classics. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll hook it up with Radiohead Hour. I, I um, think that's a you know the Joe Wicks thing. If anyone's uh, watching and you don't know what we're talking about, the Joe Wicks is uh, it's basically like a sport, you know, kind of a keep fit kind of celebrity. One of those who appeared. A body the body coach. coach. So he he's got a YouTube channel, but he has got like books out when he appears on TV shows. To it's like the modern Mister Motivator. Is that? I'm having one of his gusto meals tonight. Oh, he does. I hope there's meals as well. Okay. Yeah. So, so he from Monday he's he's going to be doing live P lessons for kids. I don't know what age range. Uh, all ages apparently. All ages. Wow. Don't need anything. It's doing it for half an hour. Starts at nine o'clock. Um, it's great. It's a great idea. And I, I, like I say, I think if more people do it, yeah. then that's brilliant. I mean, if there's, I don't know, somebody doing a, we should do a, an educational radiohead hour. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good idea. Every, I don't know what, every, what kids would get from that. <laughs> every day. So, so kids, kids. It yeah. did make me think of like uh, musicians, you know, because it's a it's a good way of using your brand because you get something out of it. Obviously, he'll get people subscribing to his YouTube channel, but that's a good trade off. Why not? You know, when they can't get out and get work, this is a great way. Musicians could do this. 
by offering you know music lessons and things like that. But as you just I, said, ukulele, people be online. I'm going to be online on Monday doing you know guitar yeah, yeah. lessons, piano lessons for kids or whatever. It's just such a great way. There, there is, and I mean, even if you don't have music instruments in your house, I mean, I'm lucky. I've got mm-hmm. like all the stuff from Million TV years, but there's people out there with nothing. Yeah. So I don't know. You could. I'm not saying teach them musical theory, but you can teach them things about music. Rhythm. Yeah, there's always yeah, something. Rhythm and I was just gonna annoy the hell out of the parents because I, I always had that when I was a kid. My dad always was always say, Stop tapping because I was constantly like all that. And you're like, so if you want to annoy the hell out of your parents even more, maybe start a rhythm um tutorial channel. This there's some kind of things you could use there. Uh, Barry says again, uh, some of the teachers will also be available by video chat if the kids have concerns. I saw um, Dis- cool. Discord was offering that. Discord is up there. Um, I think they used to have like 50 people you can get online, but now you can get 100 people in a, in a, in a voice chat now because they want to uh, get people to, well, teachers to use it, you know, for like voice led uh, chat rooms, the uh, virtual chat rooms. And I thought that's really cool the way, the way all these kind of businesses are thinking like, okay, how can we help? Obviously, there's trade off and using their platforms and they're doing well after the fact, but it's good when it's useful, isn't it? There's a lot of things people can do. Totally, um, totally. And like my kids are going to, I mean, I think if teachers are able to make themselves available, that's going to be really great because yeah. our kids are going to miss their teacher like crazy. Oh. It really will. Um, so having to a way of including her into their lives still throughout all this would be really great. Yeah, that's good. I wonder if they'll, they'll get on their virtual chats coming in in the morning or something. Yeah, but but creative use of being creative. Yeah, See that's it. Then I think everyone could do some really cool stuff with it. And I think, yeah, musicians have a really big part to play. Definitely. Um, and keeping people's you know, spirits up, because we've seen a lot of um, people who are not used to spending a lot of time alone or a lot cooped up with the kids for that long. Um, there's a lot of... I, I, obviously, I'm all right. I'm, I would say like I'm, I'm fine in isolation mode, but I don't have kids. So I would go crazy if I didn't have kids and I had to do this as well. Like, you know, you've got to do... So any kind of opportunity for someone to come in and say, oh, I can help you through this in some way, well, that's brilliant. It is um, a lifeline. Um, one thing I want to mention, um, you know, I was going about Bandcamp. I did a live stream on Tuesday, which I'm going to start doing a bit more regularly. That was kind of a test, and the next one will be a test. The next 10 will be tests, actually, just to kind of narrow it down, what I'm going to do with the stream. So I did talk about a few of the things that we're going to talk about today, but um, obviously listeners of this podcast wouldn't have seen that. So I uh, did want to mention that today, Bandcamp are waving. Oh, uh, you see that? Who oh, stops that screen? Share screen. Which is the one I want to see? Oh, Chrome tab. Uh, okay, that's the one. So today, uh, Bandcamp are supporting artists by waving their revenue fee. So normally, I can't remember what the percentage is, but um, Bandcamp take a percentage when you obviously sell something on Bandcamp. So today we're waving that off to support artists because obviously like we're losing a lot of money, a lot of especially touring artists and anyone who's going out on gigs and you know they're gonna lose out on money. 
So they're doing this to help people. So I'll just read through it a little bit. Uh, the COVID-19 pandemic is in full force and artists have been hit especially hard as tours and shows are being cancelled for the foreseeable future. With such a major revenue stream drying up almost entirely, finding ways to continue supporting artists in the coming months is now an urgent priority for anyone who cares about music and the artists who create it. The good news is that we're already seeing many fans going above and beyond to support artists across Bandcamp, Sister so Part. To raise even more awareness around the pandemic's impact on musicians everywhere, we're waiving our revenue share on sales today, Friday, March the 20th, from midnight to uh, midnight Pacific time. So that would have started about 4 p.m. or something like that. Uh, 4, 4 p.m., 4, 4 a.m. Um, our time, and end of 7 a.m. tomorrow if my i think it's like seven ahead seven ahead or something like that uh and rallying to the band camps community to put much needed money directly into artists pocket now i've mentioned this on the last on our last live stream and in the facebook group but definitely it, today is the day to shout about your releases um but also probably more importantly in shout about other people's releases that you other artists that you admire and you know you want to help them out recommend music and don't just be the one guy who's just putting out the you know shouting about their own stuff shout about other people's music as well and spread the awareness it's a really good thing and help each other out uh but yeah i just thought that was really interesting um how kind of like the music industry is kind of getting on top of this I was um, watching a South by Southwest. Is that how, how it's pronounced? Is it that? I always I get it wrong. So, yeah. I always I always say it the wrong way around. I think that was right. I'm not going to try to say it again. But that obviously got cancelled. And um, um, one of the one of the companies that we're going to talk there was Patreon, and they instead did a big. They called it the weird streamer font instead because you ha we're basically going to have loads of guests and talk about Patreon, how it's been doing and all that. And Patreon has funded a lot. Well, it's got a lot of musicians on there. And Amanda Palmer was on there talking about it all. I thought that was really interesting, talking about like, you know, basically raising money for artists through there and saying, you know, we don't need money. Amanda Palmer saying, I don't need money. You know, I've got enough money, but there are artists out there who definitely like on the front lines who are just being devastated by this and putting the word out. And I just thought it's, how good is it? Like, um, like if she even said, and I don't know how true this is, but when there's a crisis, especially like a global crisis or something, well, she was talking about Australia and, for example, the bushfires, that it's normally the creative types who go to the front line straight away to say, how can we help? How can we help? And they're normally the last ones who get like a handout at the end because no one, you know, when life goes to crap, it's not the musicians who go, oh, you know, not people going, oh, let's help the musicians first. <laughs> but they're normally the ones at the front line saying, how can we help first? And I thought that was quite interesting with a take on it. But um, yeah, uh, so I thought it was good. You can watch that on YouTube, the whole stream of fun, let it tune in for a bit. Um, have you seen any, anyone else? Have you? Sorry, my phone just went crazy. Have you? How have you seen like the music industry take on like this? This yeah. crisis. Have you seen any uh, examples? I've got a few there, just in case you haven't. Um, Only things getting cancelled. <laughs> yeah. Not. Um, you know. Yeah. I, I mean, we've also we've got that thing about um, artists streaming online, that kind of stuff. That that's pretty cool. Yeah, we'll have a look at that in a minute. Glastonbury then got cancelled. 
It's so strange about Glastonbury, though, because it was only a few days ago where oh. they they announced like artists playing it. Yeah, yeah, they were like, "Oh, it's going to go ahead." Yeah, we're totally going to do it. And everyone's like, "What?" But, yeah, no, um, yeah. But then, and then no. no, it just like <laughs> it was so obvious that it was going to not go ahead. But I don't know. And then the, it was then it was obvious it wasn't. And then you've got Eurovision Song Contest, which was an interesting one, but I didn't know, like, I, I thought with Eurovision they could do something else. Like, I don't know, just do it remotely or something, you know? Or that would that be too much of an ask? Uh, I'm just thinking about... Um, all the how, songs are out there already. That's what I mean, yeah. It's because the songs are already out and they can't use those same songs for next year. No, so the contest the... could happen. They just yeah. don't have the live it, show. It could be an interesting time to do something interesting around it where people go, wow, remember how the Eurovision uh, Song Contest adapted to it? Yeah, I don't know exactly. why they didn't try. I, um, I don't know. I don't know why they haven't done that. To be honest, that makes no sense. Yeah. Uh, Barry jumped in and said, that it's because people believe musicians are loaded. Probably is that regards to the content I made about um, comment about, you know, no one gives musicians a handout uh, when there's a global crisis. It's also probably because they don't, don't think, this is an opinion, I suppose, they don't think creativity is important in a time of crisis. It's like, you know, the most important things you go to is like, oh, food, you know, the sanitation, all these things, and making sure everyone's it was okay, which kind of makes sense. But obviously, you know, yeah, it does make sense in a, in a global crisis type of thing. But I, I get it. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, I, I'd love to have seen something interesting with the uh, the Eurovision. Because um, I was, I think I was telling you the other day that the the wrestling world, the WWE, just to go on a slight segue, um, they're performing uh, to empty arenas, which is crazy but interesting I love it. <laughs> it's just like the the wrestlers are coming out and being like yeah pointing at like no one <laughs> and you're like what maybe they like, can see them all yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but like what they should do right and i've just hit me now like because they're still going ahead with wrestlemania with an empty arena um is have vr or something like that where you're in one of the seats that's that would be cool wouldn't it that'd you know cool. i don't that'd be really cool like do this it's an opportunity to do to jump push everyone into that you know in the same way everyone's getting pushed into using amazon for the first time a lot of people to get um things delivered yeah well, let's have a look at some of the live streaming gig things we've got a couple of guardian posts about this um and one we can actually talk about like a lot better um chrome tab sorry if my uh language is destroyed there my head is Beaten like God, like I don't know, <laughs> like what, like a Michael Jackson song. <laughs> <laughs> Guess which <Okay>. one? <laughs> oh God! Can I uh, catch like... it through talking to you? <laughs> it's not the virus. <laughs> Will it come through this? <laughs> so the best live stream gigs to watch at home during coronavirus from John Lennon and and there was another one I shared on the live stream. And it was basically, it had um, Chris Martin from Coldplay doing kind of a little set on a piano. And I was I was actually quite surprised. It sounded good just through Instagram, just a phone. And you could hear everything. And I was like, oh, it's, you know, you, you spend ages doing a big grand US um, setup to get music. And he just uses a phone. But, you know, you don't know what his, what his room's like, I suppose. 
Uh, but it was funny with Chris Martin because he wasn't playing songs in entirety because he was like, I need the rest of the band. You know, it's like, otherwise it just gets boring after the first verses or first chorus. I'm just going back to the first bit, but the band are the parts that make it interesting. And I thought, oh, well, that's quite nice of him to say. So he was just laughing away through it. Um, what do you think about these live streamed gigs then? I think they're a great idea. Yeah. You know, like I say, if you are, if you're encouraging people to come indoors, you need to replace the thing that they're going outdoors for in some capacity so that they're not craving, uh, I don't know, cultural entertainment, you know, attention, all that kind of thing. So this is a way of doing that. You yeah. can still go to essentially Coldplay gigs. I mean, it's not the same. And no. no one's saying it is the same, but it's replacing maybe 10% of it. You, 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 but in a way, like if you went to a gig, you're not going to see Chris Martin like up close, are you? And it's no. way more intimate and reflective of what's going on because he's talking about exactly what's going on today. And he's, you know, giving you a bit of a metal boost by saying, hey, you know, let's all just get together, have a good time for a bit. And you can, he's replying to comments. And he was just like, all you just do is put your city in. And he's like, oh, Liverpool. Oh, wow. You know, and you're like, oh, he's Chris Martin. He read where I'm from. <laughs> he read my message. <laughs> and it's quite nice. It's like, oh, it makes a lot of people. I did watch it because I, I actually went into it a little bit cynical because thinking, oh, I don't like, really like the new Coldplay album. Came out of thinking, oh, Chris Martin's really nice. <laughs> like, he's really nice. So you got the vinyl, yeah. You know, no, I did. I did think he did look a little cross between Dennis the Menace and Freddy Krueger in that setup, though. <laughs> no, so I think it's really cool, and if more do it, yeah, brilliant. Yeah, more do it. We, yeah, there's an, um, there's another Guardian post, and we can kind of riff on it. Um, Keith Urban playing with Nicole Kidman in the background there. I think they're married. Um, uh, Christine and the Queen. See that? What it? It was a. <laughs> I suppose it's not really a gig if it's 14 minutes. <laughs> I suppose, but what constitutes a gig? I don't know. Do as long as you want. Song? Yeah. But it's 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 nice when these do it. But there's something I kind of want to touch on. Oh, I should touch on that now. Did you see uh, the, the Instagram or I think if it's on Instagram or Twitter, um, social media karaoke version of Imagine by the Celebrities. Oh, let's no. get that up. Right, we're going to get this up. I don't want to play the music, obviously, because we'll get destroyed by it. Um, I don't want to... I mean, you're going to get a full... Hopefully the music's not going to play. Right. Wait, 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 wait. I'll just share this. Stop the screen. Chrome tab. Um, this one. Okay, can you see that? Yeah. So hopefully you won't hear it. Oh. But they're all singing a line of Imagine. And okay. It's, it's the cringiest thing. And I was like, yeah, this is definitely my opinion. It's like, oh. and the thing is, it just feels like totally. Is that Snoop Dogg? I don't know who it is. I don't, to be honest, the majority of these people, I don't know. That's the guy, who, uh, that's uh, Sarah thingy. I don't know and, any of these people. And they're all a bit like, some of them are like fun, and some of them are like he's singing his heart off and all that. And you're like, it just feels a little bit, or well, it's a, a, very cringy. 
And also, like, these people are in their big houses where they're all kind of safe and singing Imagine No Possessions. It's like, well, everyone's going out yeah. buying, so it's the complete opposite. Like, it feels really bad. Um, so, what's his name? Um, do you know Joe Lysett, the comedian who changed his name to Hugo Boss? Do you know about that? No, I don't know who Joe Lysett is. So, Joe Lysett is a comedian. Um, no, he, he uh, isn't. Oh, sorry. You know who it is? You, yeah, you're the other Joe. Yeah. Hugo Boss. Uh, you know Hugo, Hugo Boss? Hugo Boss. Yeah, yeah, I know him. <laughs> I was going to tell the story. He's uh, done a riff on this with comedians, and he's basically said, imagine if I was a B, <laughs> like, I'm not going to say the swear word, and everyone just sings the same with the same word in it. Just take, and there's a, like Paul Chuckle, isn't it? <laughs> really? <laughs> and it's so much better. Like this, everyone's also really sad and like, oh, we're all going to be okay. And it's like, oh, no. We are not like. I don't, I don't need. You know I've what I mean. Known I, any of them. So like, if they were acting or something, you know, like uh, you sent me the Shaun of the Dead thing. Um, I'd seen that yesterday, and that's great because they, they update it, and it's funny, and it makes you think it's great, and you know, and it's a big riff on a lot of people saying go in the Winchester and wait till it blows over, and they're saying actually don't do that, stay at home and have a cup of tea. Brilliant, but these doing this, it just feels a bit off, you know, off. Oh, I don't know what they were trying to do, trying to make us all kind of... It reminds me of that We Are The World. Remember that We Are The World song where they're all, we are the... I'm going to sing it, but it just feels like... Oh. No, sing it, I don't know it. No, I can't because of... Um, they'll pick me up and Co YouTube will... Copyright. Yeah, <laughs> YouTube will hurt me for it. Um, but I just thought that was like a little bit off. And it's, just, it's interesting the way celebrities are using, you know, their vocation. Like, where you've got, like, that Joe Wicks doing a sports thing, it makes sense because it helps. Doing that helps nobody. It almost feels like, because it starts with Gal Gadot and I can't remember the other comedian, um, but two or three of the people are out of the new Wonder Woman movie that's coming out. And I'm like, is this, like, an advert for the new Wonder Woman movie or something, you know? And you shouldn't be thinking about that, where comedians are funny. <laughs> I didn't know any of them. There was a clip with Sam Neill is just like hugging a swan and just saying he loves he loves cuddles. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, right. I'll take that over that. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And he was counting his shoe collection. Sam Neill's gone nuts. <laughs> but um, I just thought it was quite interesting. Um, okay, another another. What? <laughs> One more. A like okay. perfect day. Do you remember that? Oh he God, I did like the David Bowie bit in it, but like. He sung it quite well, and also he was he he produced the original um, song. He produced the the actual album, and um, what's the album called? Transistor. I can't. I've got the mind. perfect days on. Yeah, what's it called? Probably uh, Transistor, I think. Trans yeah, Transistor. For some reason, that didn't make sense in my head, but yeah, David Bowie produced that. He's actually singing. Oh, now I I don't know. Okay, Lou Reed. I'm gonna have to Google it. Lou Reed. Album, big day. Transformer, Transformer. <laughs> yeah, that makes so much sense. Fucking idiots! It's a podcast. As soon as you go live, your mind just drops information. Um. So, oh yeah, okay. This one, and it's more of a question. So we kind of answer this one. But let's look into what what the argument is. Um, why isn't it there? Yeah, there. So, uh, The Guardian has done another article on these live stream gigs saying, 
Instagram, how are we feeling? Can live streaming replace cancelled gigs? It depends. It's like it can, yeah, but it's not gonna. It's not in the same way. You know, it's not like that makes no sense. You can have it a can, warehouse gig. Yeah, know? sit alongside. Yeah, it. Can, <laughs> it's not something that you're gonna go. Well, at least I can go to this. I don't want a refund. Do you know what I mean? It's like I've got a, a Bon Iver gig I'm supposed to go to in April, but if Bon Iver came on Instagram and just sat there with the guitar and went, I'm going to play five songs um, so you get your money's worth. I'm like, not really, though, is it? Bon? Yeah. <laughs> it's not really. Can, can I have I your money? Have... All because... right, I'll... can I have 80% of my money back? Yeah, also then... kind of like, can you make sure people who didn't pay not watch this? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Why is my mum allowed to watch this? Yeah. <laughs> she didn't she didn't pay. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. like the one out of the deck collectors round. But uh Instagram, how are we feeling tonight? What why do I keep starting with that? Shouts, shouts, rising Newcastle, Newcastle star Aldevine. The crowd goes wild. Do they? Or do they go mild? Um she throws her arms wide, then she pauses the applause track. Oh. The applause track. After the last-minute cancellation of European tour due to the, due to the virus, the Devine's playing URL tour instead, performing live on media platforms including Twitter, Facebook, TikTok over the coming weeks. The stadium-sized applause track, she explains, is to fill the awkward silence at the end of the song. So oh, that's weird. It's like a laughter track, isn't it? It's like yeah, a laughter that, track. That makes no sense. Um, what? What? No. Yeah, I don't, you don't like need that. it. I don't like it. Just and there you go, right? To fill the awkward um, silence, either play another song or yeah. speak, 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 answer questions, yeah. go with the format. You know. Oh, I don't like it. I I think one good thing of this, I keep thinking, trying to be optimistic of what musicians can do, is that a lot of them going to push themselves to do or have a go at live streaming gigs because. Why not? Everyone else is doing it, so they're going to feel a little bit more less pressured, thinking, "Oh, it's a bit weird." But it's, the more people are doing it, the less weird it'll feel. You yeah, know? that's weird. Do people clap at gigs? I can't remember. Maybe they uh, just didn't clap at ours. <laughs> <laughs> they did clap, or oh, they did. did, did. They? They went woo. Yeah, people woo. People clap. Put the head up like this, sort of like a forty-five degree angle, and go woo. Play that woo. one song that we like. That's what they say. But on yeah. uh, on Instagram and the like, uh, when it's live, you can tap the screen and it emits like hearts and kind of emoji gestures. So they're not audible. But do you need that? Like if you're in a practice room, it might feel a bit weird or something. But it's it, but it's like you know when I went live the other day, um, live streaming, it feels weird when you haven't got someone to talk to and you're just looking at the chat. That feels weird because you don't get no kind of audible feedback. But I don't know if you're a band, you've got you've you've got actual feedback. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it's a way of getting feedback into it, but playing a, a fake. I mean, can you imagine doing that at a gig? No. Like, I remember. Actually, I do remember. I went to uh, a festival in Belgium once, and they had loads of bands on and what have you, and we just were going round. Um, the a band was playing. I didn't want to go see them, but someone in our group did, so we ended up watching a bit of them. CKY. Okay. Do you know of them? No. Uh, they're, 
they were an American band. Um, and uh, yeah, I, don't, I mean, I don't know how big they are or anything like that, but during this gig, this is at a festival similar to Glastonbury Leeds Festival, I'd probably say, playing on a, a stage, big stage, all that kind of thing. And they were playing fake crowd music, uh, crowd sounds, you know, and everyone's just stood around going, like, who's clapping? And I, and yes, so I have actually seen that before. Long time ago now. That's like coming up to 20 years ago. That's really weird. Yeah. I, ooh, I, it's just, it's cringy. Why would you need that? What you just feel like you you feel like you're faking it. Yeah. It's like the Millie Vanilli thing coming out when they're coming onto it, like a fake backing track with singing on it. That's what it'd feel like. Oof. I don't know. Yeah. That makes me feel weird. Yeah, because I always felt weird when you know when you you feel like when they added laughter track to comedies, um. But sometimes they need it actually, not to tell you where to laugh, but more a case of like I don't know. It feels I don't know. There's something about the ambience that of it, of that having a laughter track that makes it funnier. Yeah, well, like people like to laugh when other people. Yeah, are it's laughing. infectious. I remember yeah. when the the Red Dwarf specials came out and they're down. Back to Earth or whatever, and they weren't very good. And he didn't have a back back and track because he was trying to get a bit more serious, as opposed to comedy. And I think for me, that was one of the elements why it didn't work. And when they brought it back and added the last track again, it was like, oh yeah, this is familiar. I like this now. Oh yeah, this is funny. This program, yeah, isn't and it? it's like you feel weird. It's like, should I be laughing because uh, you know is it funny because of that? And it's like, no, no, because it's familiar and it feels nice and warm, you know. But when you take it away, you took one of the elements away. It's like, ooh. I don't know, but you know what else have they got on here? So, uh, fans, were, their fans are making their own kind of noise. The chat function on the stream buzzes with viewers requesting favorite songs, cracking jokes, and sending air heart emojis. Devine is overwhelmed by the response. More than a thousand fans watched their opening performance on Instagram on Monday. Double the user, double the usual viewers I get on live streams. She felt compelled to play on different platforms to make it feel more familiar. Go on tour everywhere, you get to see fans in different places every night. She is changing a set list for each performance and is planning platform-specific performance styles. We should totally make a TikTok dance routine. This is something we've kind of like talked about on loads of our podcasts, not making a TikTok, TikTok dance routine, but, you know, <laughs> like doing a kind of a digital tour type of thing, you know, trying yeah. to do like less gigs as we, you know, we don't want to gig that much. Let's never say never, but you, you, you can say can't <laughs> no definitely and uh, people are being forced to do it and i think they're gonna find really interesting novel ways to do it and fit it into the days you could do it now you could do it at night you could do it whenever you want you don't have to wait for people to travel everyone could do it while they're you know in the living rooms in their offices on the toilet or what you know whatever they watch like where they bring their uh their screens i mean that's the cool thing creative people will find a way yeah you know this is the hardships you know, fair enough. I'm not going to equate it to something like, you know, wars or anything like that. But, you know, there are certain restrictions that are being placed on top of us and ingenuity will prevail to a certain yeah. extent. Um, and we've got this thing here in front of us now, yeah, which lucky. is stuffed full of tools that can we can use. Can you imagine going through this global crisis um, when we didn't have all this stuff, like when we were younger, 
and it was just about like you know <sighs> basic I don't, I don't video games. Have to think, oh, I don't want to have to think about. We are lucky, and I, I think yeah. you know you've seen a lot of. You, you were saying the other day it's called doom scrolling where you just look you know looking for every little tidbit of news, but everyone just panics, and then the panic is infectious. And it is, uh, yeah. it's really it's important. Like, um, Harry Potter. Um, like, yeah, uh, the Deathly Hallows Part One. Is that what it's called? I, I think... don't know. Have, do you ever watch it? I think I've seen it. It's the one with it in a tent for a lot of the film. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, because I sit down and I'll tell uh, Harry and Ron... I haven't watched it for years. Ron and Hermione have run away, and Ron is constantly listening to a radio, constantly listening for updates and news and people that have died and all that kind of thing. And he's obsessed with it um, throughout. And that is exactly what's going on now. It's going on now, yeah. You know, people are looking at phones and and things. And it becomes an obsession, yeah. obsessive. Um, for a couple of days this week, I mean, after they shut down schools, which was big news for us because that means that we've got to look after the kids. Yeah. So it was good to keep abreast of that. Um, after that, I've shut down a lot. Yeah, I'm. I'm trying to. I mean, I, I still go to Twitter right in the morning to see what if there's any big things, and I'm telling myself don't get caught up in non-official threads. But you you do catch something, and then you have to stand back and go, "What am I doing?" You know about like the whole like army thing the other day, and it turns out a lot of the images were just photos from like. Five years ago, yeah, fake. It's misinformation. I just you get caught up in it, and it's just. But it's again, it's like it's important in these times of crisis, and it is a crisis to kind of look at some of the brighter side of it because there's no point in just spiraling into like misinformation and and um, you know. Without social media, I would not have known about Joe Wicks doing yeah, some good signs. Yeah, so there is good stuff out there. Yeah, um, it's just in finding a way to, uh, I suppose, filter it. Yeah, that's it. Filtering it. I just follow hard. the main accounts. It just and then I watch the the Prime Minister thing at five, five o'clock, is it? And I'll, that's it. I try and do that. Yeah, but, uh, and, I'll try. You know. And that's fine. I mean, it's good to keep up to date to a certain degree. Yeah. Um, not going too far over the yeah. cliff, and you know going down that rabbit hole yeah it's really important and try and be creative try and find some time like you're a good case for this because you've got two kids you're going to be really busy um a lot of people out there are going to be the same i mean you know they're a musician how the hell are they going to find time to make music and it's probably okay if, if they don't if they, if they try and get it in like you know an hour a week or something like that because they're gonna be busy you know you're I'll make this... a crap album with my kids. Yeah, well, you know what? Why not? That's a story to tell. <laughs> I like that. Make a crap album with your kids. Because <laughs> nobody needs that. No, well, yeah. It'd be something that they can look on years later. They're going to be made up, probably. Well, though most kids are going to be made up anyway. We, I would have been made up when I was a kid going, you're going to be off school for the foreseeable future. What? <laughs> Great. But because of this virus, whatever. <laughs> I'm gonna be you off just school. can't go outside. Yeah, and I was happy with that. I never did anyway. It's like, yeah, brilliant. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, 
Um, I want to kind of bring this. Have you got any more notes about this? Because I kind of want to bring it to a close and come to Easy Rider because my head's banging for this week. No, you're all right. Okay, so we're going to go to Easy Rider. If you don't know, this is the part of the show where I asked Justin, um, well, I posed Justin a set of demands and artists asked the gig producer for uh, backstage. Um, think of like some of the most famous one, like Van Halen with the brown M&Ms, which was the first one we did, actually, coincidentally. Was it? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you got it or not. Probably not. I don't think I got it. No. This one you might get. Although I did show uh, like a quick snapshot of it earlier by accident <laughs> when I showed you I have my whole desktop instead of my um, my uh, browser. Okay. I didn't see it. Oh, good. This artist's many requests include chicken salad sandwiches, Marlboro lights, cigarettes, the best quality red wine, and sec sex six metal teaspoons. Sex <laughs> metal teaspoons. <laughs> sex metal. <laughs> Tell you this week, six metal teaspoons in their dressing room. They also ban organic honey, and that's it. That's, that's it. all I get. That's all you get. It's it's oh. um it's not you know is it any help if I said oh and the um a giant hat with three cats at the side of it you'd be like what like yeah, you've just got to narrow it down. So if you want me to you want me to read it again, honey. Well, teaspoons. Yeah. yeah. Metal red, teaspoons. Red wine. Yeah. Fags. Yeah. Uh, From that, I'd probably get it. You think? Yeah, yeah I think it would. Well, I, it, because, it, well, I'd ask questions first. Because but, you're sta sat in front yeah. of the answer. Yeah, definitely. maybe. That's the one. Um, yeah, this. Uh, okay. So my instant guess is it's a male. I should stop the screen, should I? Yeah. A man. No, sorry. No, 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 it's not. It's not a man. No, it's not a man. All right. Cause I, I thought if you know the answer like... or you want to take a guess, uh, do put it in the comments just someone to see it. Or get it. <laughs> um uh, yeah, because my initial thought was it was a heroin addict. No. It, is it a heroin addict? From my best of my knowledge, I don't think this arsis is connected in any way to drugs. All right, okay. Apart from cigarettes, obviously. Apart from do they smoke? Yes. <laughs> I'm guessing. Um would they be are they famous now? Yeah, very famous. Uh, are popular now. Very popular. Are they American? No. British? Yes. Really? Really British. Female British. Really British. Is it the yes. Queen? <laughs> yes, it, it's Brian May. <laughs> the, the Queen. It's not the Queen. No, it's not the Queen. I feel like the Queen. It's not the Queen. The uh, no. Queen. <laughs> it's a musician. Um, a, yeah. How oh, do you know she's not a musician? Well, I don't know. Not this year, but last no, whatever. Not yeah. You've got last... it, haven't you? You've got it, haven't you? No. Oh, I felt like you were going to answer ask a question that was very leading. Go on. Um, it, it, the Queen was seen doing her Christmas speech in front of a gold piano. Oh yeah, yeah. I've seen. Just saying. Yeah. Okay. Gold as well. You know? I have seen that photo. 
It's a Monty Python skateboard where someone's naked on it. But go on. Monty yeah. Python? Yeah, there's a yeah, someone did a night. I think it's like I can't remember if it was Eric, Eric Idle or Terry Jones. There's a naked picture of him just sitting at that piano in the back while the Queen's doing a speech. It's funny. But anyway. Um a female artist from Britain who's very yeah. very popular. Very popular. Likes likes a cigarette. Likes likes to drink wine. Do okay, a genre of music. Is she a pop musician? Yeah. Kind of a crossover, but yeah, pop. Pop, yeah, in the pop charts. She do very well in the pop charts. She would do. Yeah, she is. Well, she every right. time, yeah. She's famous now. Yeah. Pop musician. Mm-hmm. Likes red wine. I can't I can't stop focusing on the fags and the uh teaspoons. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the teaspoon's all about. I think that's like a red herring or the or the honey. I would think go for the uh, the cigarettes and red wine. Big famous music pop star from Britain. No cigarettes and red wine though, but I I think they're cool things. So okay, know, children. <laughs> okay, <laughs> children. There's your lesson today. No, <laughs> no I associate them with. <laughs> <laughs> I don't you... smoke and I don't really drink there you uh, go. these days. But those type of things were associated rock with... Rock and roll, cool. Yeah. Rock and roll, cool. She's not, not rock and roll. We'll say that. She's not rock and roll. Um, no, not was what we would class rock and roll. You know, you think rock and roll, you think Rolling Stones or something. Oh, yeah. Um, oh. Has she been around for a long time? Um, she comes and goes every few years with an album. That's comes a big, and goes every few yeah, years. that's a big one. A, a big lot one. of people do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, comes and goes for a few years with an album. See, that, I can't get away from PJ Harvey. Well, it's not PJ Harvey. I know. I don't know. Yeah, she could. That could be a good one for her. Yeah, makes sense. I I think she'd do very well in the pop. I think someone poppier than her, a lot more poppier. A poppy. It's weird when you say pop because it just means popular, but it's also got the connotations of kind of like electronic, simple chorus. You know that kind of three minute pop song. She's she's more than that. Is it a kind of Larue? No area. Is that too in- way more famous than way more fa- probably? See, you should get in- it when I say that you're the most famous, I suppose, at the moment. If you could name one female, if I said to you, name the most famous famous single pop <laughs> star now in Britain, who would you say? Uh, I don't know. They're all like, <laughs> all right, Billie Eilish in Britain. British. Yeah, no. That's yeah. what I mean. I, 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 I just know that. I don't you know this person more than Billie Eilish. I find this game hard because I don't like pop music. You do like this one. Uh, I do like it. Yes. Name one female pop star from Britain that you like. She brings an album out every few years. <laughs> oh my god. We've talked about it a lot on the podcast. 
I don't. She likes a drink. She likes a cigarette. And maybe she's given her one lately, according to reports. You know when your brain, you turn yeah. that go live thing. And go through just... the alphabet and um, and see where you go. A. <laughs> <laughs> Brittany. Oh, my God. Go back. <laughs> Adele. Yes. Is it? Adele, yeah. Adele. As I go through the alphabet, you went A, B. I was like, no. <laughs> Is that Adele? Adele, yeah. So did you just like just completely not even enter your mind? Yeah, I just it's just completely gone. It's, it's the podcast thing. If I asked you in real life, you would have went straight there, you know. Yeah, I was listening yeah. to her like yeah. there yesterday. you go. Oh well She's great, you, Adele. Yeah. I, I feel you were, really bad now. Yeah, that's probably one of the longest, and it was one of the most closest. Maybe that's what it was. Anyway, we're going to leave the podcast there. If you want to listen to this in an, an audio form, uh, there's a link below to our Anchor page where it links out to all the other places like iTunes and Spotify and all that. Uh, this episode will be available probably later tonight because I'm going to go for a lie down as soon as we've done this and get my head sorted. Uh, if you want to support the podcast on the channel, there's a Patreon link as well. Go and check that out. Um, I will be live for talking about my projects and answering any questions and things like that on Tuesday night, hopefully. But I'll also get a DIY musician guide video out in Tuesday daytime. Justin, have you got anything you want to say that you've got coming up? Uh, no, no, a, a new <laughs> album from me and my kids. There you go. <laughs> Uh, we've got a uh, thing just from uh, Barry there. I see Katy Perry won the re reversal of a plagiarism case. Yes, she did. Um, I can't remember what song it was. I, I did read that the other day. Um, there's a lot of that at the, at the moment. We, have to, we should go into that at some point, maybe next well, time. Well, we, we didn't touch on it, did we? The, uh, no. Um, uh, musician that created every oh. melody that would ever be made. Maybe that should be a, a theme of one of the podcasts. Yeah, that's a really that's good one. A really good one. So we, we should can... go well, through all different cases. Like Coldplay had that case with Stevie Ray. By was it? Um, then, there's loads of cases. It was that's like Zeppelin as well. That was oh, a few, a recently. Few weeks, yeah, yeah. Stairway. Yeah, yeah, that was good. So we'll leave that for another podcast. Yeah. We'll anyway, thank you for listening, stroke watching or stroking. I don't know. Um, I'm off to have a lie down and get rid of this headache not coronavirus and justin what are you doing uh, i'm gonna i don't know i'll tidy up it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna go and tidy up <laughs> rock and roll <laughs> all right see you thanks for watching bye bye